This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. All right, welcome in Raider Nation. What a night. The Raiders 63 to 21 over the Los Angeles Chargers. Where have they been hiding this? I don't know, but uh, it's a night. There's so many stats, I can't keep up with it. I have to work on a story uh, tonight for Sports Not Tomorrow. I'm going to try to get my head around all these numbers. But first, we're here with you. That, of course, is me, Scott Cabranson, your host. Thanks for being with us, uh, Silver and Black, today. Do us a favor, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your audio. Uh, It'll be good to listen to in the morning. So if you have to get to bed, depending where you're at, you can check us out in the morning too. Uh, Either way, but we're here to talk about the game. And as always, what we do is on our post-game show, we bring in our good friend, of course, that is Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. He is smoking a cigar with me uh, from from across a couple states, at least, uh, down in Tennessee. So we're here to talk about this game, and we appreciate it. We will get in the chat as much as we can. So thank you guys for all being there. It's always lively in there. But Murph, uh, the Raiders come out tonight, and, and it was really interesting because everything that happened last week, the soccer score, three to nothing, they lose to the Vikings at home. So it was going to be really interesting to see how they responded, right? Because you have Antonio Pierce there fighting to keep the job permanently, a big task for the guy. And we we went back and forth. We had some disagreement last week, right? You and I on, is he the long-term answer? We don't know yet. He's got to win a bunch of games towards the end here. He had four opportunities left. And boy, did they respond. And I think that, to me, was really impressive because coming off a loss like that, you tend to see teams either do maybe not score 63 points, but you see them either bounce back or you see them kind of still languish in all the issues they had, especially offensively coming into this one. We also heard Aiden O'Connell. You know, Pierce was very noncommittal to Aiden O'Connell towards the end of the week. And then kind of we heard he came out, hey, okay, no, he's going to start. I didn't think there was any question that. I picked the Raiders to win this game. I thought it was going to be a close one. And I thought it was going to be lower scoring. Raiders, 15 and a half points per game. They score 63. And as we do at the top of all of these postgame shows, we get the voice of the fan. Of course, that is Murph. Murph, uh, I know I know you're, you're relishing as most Raiders fans are. Some were not happy with the win, believe it or not, because they want a better draft pick. But that's not, I think, the majority of Raider fans. Obviously, everybody's happy with the way things went down, especially on national TV. Exercise the demons from last week. But just give me a sense for how you feel. Talk to Raider Nation about your feelings about this game and what you saw, what you liked, and, and what it did for you as a fan from a psyche perspective. Uh, well, all I can say is uh, Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. That was amazing. What an amazing night tonight for the freaking Las Vegas Raiders. What an ultimate freaking a little bit of redemption for Antonio Pierce, who has been under fire over these last few games since coming out of the gate strong uh, as, as the Raiders came out 2-0. and And listen, we, we had some tough defeats. Last week was rough, man, losing 3 to nothing. And let's not let it get lost on all of national media that the Raiders are averaging 31.5 points over the last two games. But, like, this idea that, that I mean – 
coming off of that and then going into this on a short week against a division rival granted i know playoffs aren't on the line anymore but for the team to rally around antonio pierce and to come out absolutely blazing and this defense god dang it i swear if there's another person that indicts antonio pierce for the lack of production on offense and doesn't give him credit for the way that this defense is kicking the shit out of team sorry scott with kicking the crap out of team like let's not that get lost this team is playing absolutely inspired there was a team tonight one of them was playing for their coach the other one was playing for the other one to get the freaking hell out of town because brandon staley is not long for the planet they should have fired his ass at halftime i'm glad they didn't because they might have got better but my gosh man the raiders i'm so proud and I'm always proud to be a Raider fan. This ink don't run. This stuff doesn't come off. But I'm always proud to be a Raider fan. But nights like tonight, when the Raiders score the absolute most points they've scored in team history and beat the goddamn Chargers for the most. we've Last time we beat the Chargers, anywhere close to this, we beat them 51-10 to 10 in 1967. Fact check me, Google, or whatever <laughs> the hell you are in the chat room. And I love you, chat room. But, like, fact check me. I'm pretty sure the last time we won a game, this big against the Chargers, the biggest margin of victory ever for the Raiders against the Chargers was 41 points. It was 42 tonight. And God dang it, if that doesn't fire you up, Raider Nation, let's freaking go, man. Like, I know we're like, we're the, the, the playoffs are, are, they're in the distance and it's probably not going to happen. But if we can carry this momentum into these last three games and go in there and compete, listen, if the Raiders can go into Arrowhead and compete, at this level, and Grant, I don't think we're going to blow out the freaking Chiefs by 42 points. But if we can compete with the Chiefs and we can stay on the field, give Antonio Pierce the goddamn title. Like, just give him the freaking job. This man gets it. He's got the team fired up. I'm inspired. I'm, in, I'm Scott, uh, whatever. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start rambling at this point. So I'm going to turn it back <laughs> to you. This is an incredible night for Raider Nation. I, we don't deserve anything and we don't need anything. But as fans, we needed this one. We needed this one, and it oh, felt yeah. awful damn good to see it happen. Oh, yeah. And by the way, we had a super chat already for $10 from the Anthony Velasquez. Uh, he says, I will never understand the idea of tanking as a big fan of the Raiders. I always want to see the team win no matter what the record. So, oh. absolutely. And, and we appreciate that. And, and, and again, uh, I think that this really impressed me because, I, I, you know, you know I've been noncommittal. Mo and I have been very clear on this show all week long that – Look, Antonio Pierce has a great opportunity, uh, but you don't name anybody coach yet. You have to earn it. Well, tonight he earned it so far, right? We still have three games left for this team in, in the season. So you have to you have to do that. But I, I think that it, it was pretty remarkable how they came out. I mean, yes, you can say a lot of people were kind of poo-pooing the win, saying, well, the Chargers kind of quit. And they did, but the way the Raiders came out, especially on offense. Again, uh, we called, and I know you did too on your show, be aggressive with the offensive game plan. And that's what they did. They came out. Aiden O'Connell looked great. He bounced back. As we know, rookies are going to have bad performances. He had, he had a, a bad performance last week, but he comes out tonight and does everything he was supposed to. It helps when your defense, to your point about how great this defense has played over the past several weeks, is they created takeaways. They created takeaways. They created five tonight. They scored a touchdown on all of them. Uh, so not only did you create them, but then unlike in past weeks where the defense would do their job and the offense didn't pick up the slack, they did tonight uh, with you know just amazing efficiency. And we saw a lot of the players 
that we've talked about over the weeks, Murph, that we wanted to see more of. We wanted to see more of the young guys. We wanted to see Trey Tucker and that speed. Thank you, Hooligan Nation. $20 donation goes to the hey. One Nation Foundation. So thank you for that. Uh, but you look at that. We saw Trey Tucker, the kid out of Cincinnati, come out there, get the touchdown, and be more involved in the offense, putting him out, not just using him on the gag plays like they've done in past weeks, but also getting him out into uh, open routes, getting him downfield vertical. He's got that speed. He's the fastest receiver on the Raiders. So you got him involved. You saw Michael Mayer involved, right? You saw Zamir White actually get some carries. Everybody's worried about Josh Jacobs missing the game. Of course, you get that. But he really made up, uh, I think, the distance there. Not only that, Abdullah came in and had some spell there, too. So you saw that two-headed running back work really well. And the other thing I want to do is talk about Bo Hardigree. Because Bo Hardigree moved upstairs tonight. And boy, that seemed to be the ticket, right? Because he went up and, and called, again, he called an aggressive game. I called it, he was like a turtle. Early in games, the head was out and he was being aggressive, and then he would withdraw. And that's what we saw last week with the Vikings. Tonight, he doesn't do that. He stayed on, even in the second half, and as Antonio Pierce told the TV folks when he came out, he said, no, we're putting the pedal to the metal. We're continuing to go. That linebacker mentality that you would expect uh, from a former linebacker who's got a Super Bowl ring. So from that overall, Bo Hardigree took a lot of heat, and rightfully so. Uh, he has not called good games over the last two games, but he did tonight, and so you got to give him credit too. I agree with you. And, and again, it's all how you respond to adversity, right? So this yeah. team responds to adversity tonight and comes out. It doesn't matter who they're playing. It, 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 look, you play who's in front of you, and they needed this game badly, right, before they go on the road for two games in a row. So, so to me, Murph, you know, if I'm giving out a trophy, there's lots to go around tonight, a lot of medal to go around tonight for performances. And we'll get into some of those later because there's some guys I want to call out for sure. But the, the metamorphosis in a week, this is what I expected more from the, after the bye week, right? But Bo Hardigree, yeah. Antonio Pierce, and his staff – they put together a game plan early on that really put the Chargers on their heels and they never recovered. Wow, yeah, so so much to get to. And, and, and I'll save all the individual player comments, but I'll say this, that the O-line, considering that, that uh, you know, Khalil Mack had six sacks against this team and, and put Aiden O'Connell on his ass five times, I think, last, last time they played, considering that we were down Colton Miller, we're down Andre James, and to have an inspired performance out of that offensive line is absolutely incredible. And when it comes to... You know, the, the the lack of performance that has happened over the past few weeks, and especially last week, that, that doesn't define you. I tell my kid, I like the, one of my big philosophies in being a dad, your, your mistakes are not what defines you. You're going right. to make mistakes. We all make mistakes. What do you do in response? And so when we were talking about the, the analysis and the projection going into this game was, well, what are the Raiders going to do? What are we going to do on offense? What are the, what are the changes they're going to make? What are the things that the Raiders are going to do as from a high level? Because you guys have talked a lot about Antonio Pierce that ultimately the buck stops with him. So even though Bo Hardegree is ultimately responsible for the play calling and the design of the offense and Antonio Pierce has got to be responsible for it. So what were the, I would love to be a fly on the wall in Henderson and hear what those conversations were. And ultimately, listen, Patrick Graham went up into the booth. Defense got better. Bo Hardegree goes up into the booth. Offense gets better. So where, what was the genesis of those ideas? I don't know. Then I don't know enough about the X's and O's and the strategy and the, you know, the minutia of the offense and the defense, but whatever it is, 
keep doing that. Like, what an, what an incredible turnaround. And I know the Chargers are down, and I know that they had a freaking, you know, and people that say, well, they gave up. Well, sure they did, because they got the shit kicked out of them in the first three <laughs> minutes of the game. So you'd have given up too. Like, you know, so, I mean, I, I get that idea to where we can we can hold the, the, the opponent in, um, in contrast and, and consider that idea. But that said, this is still a professional NFL team. This is still a team that has the exact same record as the Raiders. It is one of our all-time freaking rivals because they play in our dang division. And so for the Raiders to absolutely shellack them and take them out of competitiveness and competition that early in the game and set the tone, because I got to admit, man, you know, we beat the we freaking ran up 14 on the Chiefs not that long ago, and it was like, uh-oh. And it all went to crap not long after that. So I'm watching this game tentatively going like okay well so good so far and then it was like turnover 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 and here's the thing too there has been a hallmark of this Raiders team over the years for those of you that those of you that have turned the calendar enough times you know that the Raiders haven't always been the best at capitalizing on turnovers what did the Raiders do tonight they capitalized on freaking turnovers and so not only when those turnovers happened did they get the ball in the end zone but then they created their own turnovers in scoring plays listen that catch and I'm gonna I'm getting individuals I'm gonna shut up but that's that okay. by Jack Jones that's up there with Ronald Curry in the back of the end zone in the snow against Denver in mile high like that was a beautiful catch and a run into the i mean those are the things that close out games and so well i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna save it because i got so much more thoughts scott yeah Go no and, and listen a shout out to the trinidad ledizma uh ten dollar donation he says my soul has been renewed Amen. so good for trinidad and thank you for your donation to the one nation foundation we appreciate that um which we'll tell you about if you guys don't know about it we'll get to that towards the end of the show but uh, just really great stuff, and, and it's, it's interesting. Uh, Fabian, our good friend Fabian Ramirez, one of my listeners when I was on Raiders Fan Radio, been with us for a long time. He's in Wellington, New Zealand, and he sends a <laughs> shout-out. Just want to give him a little uh, a credit there because he's one of our longtime listeners and a, a great, great guy, and uh, he's watching uh, all the way in a different it's – a, it's a different day there already. So, so thank you, Fabian. I'm sure that was a great – win as you're traveling with your wife and happy anniversary again to you guys. Uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, there's so many, so many uh, superlatives to talk about, but, but I, I like what you said there and I want to revisit it. And that is the offensive line. Andre James out, Colton Miller out, uh, Munford Jr. continues to develop. What a monster he was tonight. Uh, uh, Khalil Mack. Remember Khalil Mack? Remember six sacks the first yeah. time? What about tonight? Zero, right? Nothing. And uh, we talked about it. And I know I see some of the people in the chat talking about Aiden O'Connell, just build a line and he can be the guy. I still don't necessarily believe that. But I will say this. They gave him what time he needed. OK, and that's all that matters. Like when he's in there and he's playing, that's what you have to do. So big, big, huge shout out to the offensive line. Uh, Jermaine Illuminor had a great game. I know people are, are kind of torn on him up and down. Sometimes he is, but man, he really brought it tonight. And I think that you, you have to give a lot of credit to that offensive line, but you mentioned the Jack Jones interception, boy, that was just, you talk about jumping a route and just knowing, knowing that tells me that these guys you talk about focus. It doesn't matter what you do for a living, whether you're a professional football player, a plumber, a scientist, doesn't matter. You have to have focus. I felt like the Raiders lacked focus last week. That's why I was somewhat critical of 
Coach Pierce, because, again, like you said, he's the CEO. They came out. They just didn't look like they had a lot of pep in their step last week, except for Max Crosby, of course. But this week, man, they were focused. And that Jack Jones interception is a perfect example. They saw the film. They understood. He recognized the route from the get-go, and he jumped it. And not only that, Murph, he made a hell of a catch because it was a behind him. And he held onto the ball, brings it in. And I know the game was pretty much over at that point. Anyway, it doesn't matter. That shows you, too. Pierce's point about coming out of halftime and telling Kaylee Hartag on, on Amazon that we're keeping the pedal to the metal. Because, remember, he's fighting for that job. And everybody on that team is fighting for one another. And they're fighting. They want to end the season on a positive note. They want to show that Antonio Pierce can do it. And so, to me, that was great. Uh, and, and I just think that that, that piece of it can't be lost. It, it's the desire, the will to, to play your best. It doesn't matter what players you have out there, right? Because the Raiders, they came in. Those three players out is a big deal. I don't care who you're playing. And you would have never known that all the players out there tonight for the Raiders were not the starters because they played like a cohesive unit and they never let up. Yeah, and anybody that has this idea about a, a team tanking in the NFL, stop it. It's stupid. It's never going to happen in the NFL. These, these, these players are playing for their jobs. They're playing for their careers. They're playing for their next contract. you got coaches playing for their jobs. Play, listen, the, at the end of the day, if you ask any NFL player what is the most important thing that is a testimony to their career, it is film Yep. You're never going to tank. It's it's a, such a ridiculous notion. So that idea that that fans come up with, because it's frankly, it's I don't ever it's it's only ever fans. I don't I, 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 I don't ever see like a legit media member like go like, oh, the Raiders should tank, except <clears throat> one guy. But I won't bring him in. Um, he's got a deep voice. Um, but but anyways, but that idea that like the Raiders should take is the stupidest thing. It's stupid in any sport, and I think that it it can it can make more sense in other sports like baseball and basketball where you have more games. And should you like play younger players, and then if you have a lack of success, no big deal because then you can gain an advantage. But in the NFL, you got seventeen of these damn things, man, and you only got so much film that you can put put down and. So so there, no one is going to risk the idea of losing with any sort of intent. It's the stupidest thing ever. So stop it. That said, that if, if there are certain things that are completely consistent with the NFL, regardless of the era, and that is having an, an advantage in the turnover ratio, that is play great defense, don't turn the ball over, right? Turnover ratio. And then run the ball well. And what did the Raiders do tonight? And that's something that is Aiden O'Connell, our quarterback for the future. I don't think so. And so should the Raiders still draft the quarterback in the first round? Yes. Should they take advantage of, of Champ Kelly's uh, relationship with Justin Fields and bring him in? Yes. Should they bring in another guy to bring a, be a camp arm? Yes. Bring in all the quarterbacks. Like let's, let's freaking load up all the quarterbacks and let them all duke it out in camp next year. But that said, if you do all those extra things, those things outside, can you be successful in the NFL? Yes. And yeah. so while we, there's been a lot of debate around lately around your show and, and our show and on the X and everything else around this whole idea of can the traditional pocket passer, can the Dan Marinos of the world excel in this version of the NFL? Well, if you protect them 
and they get the ball out quickly and there's decisiveness and there's their ability to read a defense and all that, the cerebral nature of things comes in like Peyton Manning and Eli, then yes, you can still have success. Now, is that a, a winning recipe for the Raiders in 2024? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so, but can we finish strong? Then so, and we say this all the time too on our show, Scott, I root for the Raiders that are, not the Raiders that aren't. And the Raiders that are, are Aiden O'Connell, Zamir White, Antonio Pierce is our head coach, Champ Kelly's our GM, right? On down the line. So I'm going to root and look for the positives in, in the potential in this current group because this is the Raiders that are. Now, in the offseason, then we can talk about the Raiders that aren't because that's when you build a team and make changes and do all those kinds of things. But for right now, what's the best possible winning scenario for this version of the Raiders? It's exactly what we saw tonight. And so yeah. if we do that against the Chiefs, Scott, God dang it, we might freaking compete or we might lose three to nothing. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, and that's the thing. It's a week-to-week league. You just don't know what's going to happen, right? And, and the way the AFC is right now, things are crazy. And I think you're right. Look, I'm not, I'm not saying – because even if the Raiders win out, it's going to be tough to make the playoffs because of how things are shaping up. That's nothing to do with them. And, they, and to your point, they can't worry about that. They have to go out and execute win games and do that. So I, I, I get that, and I think that most fans understand that. I understand, too, some fans saying, well, we're not going to make the playoffs – a lot of fans want a, another quarterback, like you said, and, and that's what we've been saying on our show. We we didn't say bench Aiden O'Connell. We didn't say that Aiden O'Connell can't get better. We didn't say that the Raiders should not keep Aiden O'Connell. Obviously, he's just a rookie. Uh, but to your point, bring people in, compete in camp. If the kid wins it, great. He's got a great opportunity. He's playing all of these games, and it goes to show you with rookies that you can have a terrible game. And, and Mo and I said that on yesterday's show. We said, listen— just keep Aiden O'Connell going, but be aggressive. If he throws a couple picks because you're being aggressive, so be it. Just go out and let him do his thing. Bo Hardegree and Antonio Pierce opened up the playbook tonight, and it really benefited them. And Aiden O'Connell, to your point about being cerebral, being calm, he showed what his strengths are. Yes, he's got weaknesses too. We all do. And so I get that. Uh, by the way, we're going to take a quick break for our audio audience. If you're on video, we're not going anywhere. Uh, but we're going to take that quick break. When we come back, we'll continue. Raiders 63. No, I didn't misspeak. 63 <laughs> to 21 over the Los Angeles Chargers. You're listening to Silver and Black today in Odyssey Original Podcast. Don't go anywhere. 